Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Hello, beautiful people. It is such a joy to connect with you again. I have been actually really excited to record this podcast because the topic is so uh, integral to or has been so integral to my own journey. And I mean, like everything I talk about, I always talk from my own experiences, but this one in particular is just so potent. Um, And that is how finding your voice leads you to your purpose and the reason that I feel so passionate about this is because I so clearly remember being back in corporate and getting to this point where I was just I was just on autopilot I was living through the weekends I knew that I wasn't fulfilled on any level and even though I really loved my job and I loved the people I worked with and it was rewarding on many levels and I had a really great, you know, career path ahead of me, I I just felt empty and I just felt completely at a loss. And I had this just recurring sense, deep-seated belief that just continually asked me, is this really everything there is to life? Is this why I'm alive? Is this what existence is all about? And even though at that point, I knew nothing about spirituality, really. I mean, I had had weird and wonderful experiences um, at a very young age, because my mum was always really into spirituality and encouraged it in me. But I had really shunned a lot of that as I became a, you know, a young woman and a teenager. And, and as I got older and as I did more and more adulting and, you know, all the getting the partner, getting the apartment, getting life in, you know, the career path trajectory is lined up. I, I became less and less like interested in woo-woo, I essentially felt, and a um, much more kind of I valued logic and, um, you know, proof. And, you know, I was really skeptical about many things. And it's just astonishing to me now, obviously, considering where I sit now. But, you know, and it's this is 2015. I'm talking about this 2022 so this is seven years ago. And it just shows how much can change in, in a relatively short space of time. And why I want to really share this topic with you is because all I've realized now is that in order to find what I so desperately wanted then, which was this sense of purpose, and I just thought there was this special job that was just for me and that I was going to be so really good at, and I just didn't know what it was. And then once I found out what it was, then I, my life would be perfect. This is, this is kind of where I ended up going. And, and it did, just having that desire did lead me down the right pathway. So it's not that it's bad to believe that. It was just... Had I known then what I know now, wow, would the things, you know, things would have been so different. But what I have come to realize is that it's about 
finding my purpose only really it's an, a continual evolution and it is and it grows and it changes and it shifts within a certain parameter like I love working in this field of self like self-help and you know spiritual healing and deeper understanding but within that field I have done many many different things now and it's through this constant curiosity and this desire to actually please myself, to please my own inner, you know, explorer in this area that has led me into a really fulfilling career. And in this process, all I've been doing is getting a clearer, clearer understanding of who I am. And the reason I I've talked about finding your voice is because what I've come to understand is that it's not just about being able to speak up. I mean, it is at the beginning for sure, because you have to find the courage to actually voice your desire for change. But that's just the very tip, tip top of the tip of the iceberg, <laughs> because finding your voice really is about finding your personal expression of self. And what that's come to mean to me is that the more I have found the courage to voice my desires and to actually make conscious decisions which feel good to me in spite of not feeling good to people around me at times, the more I have almost stubbornly chosen myself and my desires and my joy and my bliss over the feelings, desires and opinions of others, the more I have discovered more about who I am and more about my personal power. And in the process, being able to make decisions about my, my career, my love life, my family life, my, my, you know, my social life, that have brought me so much more fulfillment and have created this ever unfolding pathway, which has been my purpose by finding joy in my life and by choosing and making decisions that really align to my heart's desires. I have consciously created my purpose because I think there's also this sense of you know, we doubt our ability to know what's right for us. And we have this sense that the universe is going to clear everything up for us. If we just heal, you know, a few things then the universe can step in and take charge and then we'll be fine. But the reality is it's a co-creation. It's you turning around and deciding that you want to make decisions for yourself for your life that are going to feel empowering and self-supportive and then the universe lines up with you and supports and empowers that journey but you're the one that needs to set the tone of that and so what I want to do is really dive into how you go about making those decisions today but before we dive into today's topic I I want to let you all know that I am launching the Alchemize Method on April 26th. And for those of you that don't know what the Alchemize Method is, it's my 10-week journey 
that I offer to support those of you who are interested and, and feel ready to have a transformational shift in the way that you approach your life. As you may have gathered from these podcasts, I infuse my life with a level of intuitive spirituality, along with the powerful mindset reframing approaches that I use in order to give myself and my clients a really powerful platform from which to experience life. And this 10 week signature course I've created is the most potent and powerful way I could think or conceive of helping people make transformative quantum leaps in their life experience in a really powerful way. And this, of course, is all really based on, you know, the processes and experiences that I've had, that I've mastered in many ways in order to make, you know, decisions that have helped me decipher my purpose and my sense of self. So I basically broke this journey into four sections. And the first section is about resetting. It's about resetting yourself and those limiting beliefs that can be caused by past pain, childhood trauma, and generational suffering, and really understanding how those experiences from your past are still impacting your every single day. Once I take clients through this, it's mind-blowing how literally every single moment of the day is often very much affected by what's happened in your past. And in the second phase, we move into what I call the rewriting phase, which is really about being present with the self-sabotaging stories you might have over money, love and self-worth and being really honest and getting a lot of clarity around what you're continually perpetuating because your stories are your own, okay? And there's a lot of energy woven into your stories. And through this process, you receive the tools to create a new inner narrative. And as you do, you really understand how potent your narrative is and how transforming it into something that is really self-assuring and empowering helps you step into that reality of becoming your own biggest support network. So throughout this entire journey, you're given practices that will be expanding and deepening your connection with your spiritual and intuitive self. But in the third phase, we really take this up a notch as we look at rewiring how you connect with your spiritual aspect. And this is because we've done all this kind of clearing in the first two phases. Your ability to connect with your inner being is far easier at this point. So it's here we start to understand clearly how your ego shows up versus your intuition. And you get to become really clear about navigating which voice inside of you is running the show and how you can start to consciously choose what you want to line up with. You will also be introduced to your spirit guides and encouraged to develop a new and really powerfully loving relationship with yourself. Your final phase is all about recreating. And this is really about designing your future pathway in a much more conscious, directed and clear way. So we dive deep into manifestation and discover actually what your personal blueprint for manifesting is. Because in case you don't know, your manifesting approach, your personal approach is actually created by the time that you're born. So this is something that we look at and you uh, learn a lot about. And to be honest, what I've shared with you so far is literally skimming the absolute surface of what this journey involves. It really is a plethora of life-changing and energy-boosting techniques. Um, 
which include weekly live sessions with me. So if this feels like something that's resonating for you, or perhaps you've even been calling in this really big shift in your life, then please go to my website, www.kwilson.love forward slash coaching and just scroll down and check out the alchemized method or you can just email me directly at hello at kwilson.love so the reason i've dropped that in there just so you know is because a lot of people do the alchemized method with the desire to discovering their purpose and the reason it's so effective is because it actually helps you discover yourself and you know the truth after you know what sits beneath all those layers that you know each of us creates during our life experience in order to be loved essentially you know we you know we have parents that show up in various ways and require us to be certain things and you know a lot of expectations for us to behave in ways that may not really align with who we actually are but because we've been playing you know, the role of daughter, girlfriend, wife, whatever it might be, or husband, son, you know, whichever role you might be playing, you may not even be aware of what your personal preferences are, you know, what actually does light you up. I had no idea. So that's why it's actually so powerful to really tune into and discover ways and means to really start to listen to what it is that makes you tick and I just I've come across this really beautiful I can't actually remember who shared it with me but I really loved it and it's this definition of the universe and uni meaning united or come together as one and verse meaning song and you see what happens is when we as individuals develop a really clear understanding of who we are, what we love and how we want to show up. We are sharing our personal song, if you like, with the world. Okay, I was watching, I have a weird fascination with like um, people making cakes. So like, I watch these shows on Netflix because I, I, I like and makeup as well. I don't know if you've all seen Glow Up, but I love watching people be creative <clears throat> the whole competition aspect I find a bit of a bit unnecessary to be honest I would just watch people draw and paint things all day long if I could I really really love it and I recently watched this show where this guy was you know he was a real eccentric his hair was bright green and he wore like his thing was wearing like really you know colorful kind of glasses you know all with different kinds of design frames and and I looked at him and he he specialized in making like really gory macabre cakes that were uber realistic. So he would make cakes. This is really, it's quite gross, but this is this is a thing. He makes, you know, cakes that look like actual hearts wrapped in cellophane as if it's like a steak. Anyway, <clears throat> and you can slice through it and it's an actual cake. But I know that sounds a bit awful, but it's, well, that's only my perception of it, right? Other people would find that really cool. And that's what I love about celebrating diversity is that it doesn't matter what your perspective is of someone's art. It's the fact that they're just showing up and giving us a new perspective. That's the cool part. And I think, you know, we're so often suppressed into this, we all have to agree with each other and we all have to be the same. And it couldn't, to me, that's so wrong because, 
it really limits our creativity, which really limits our ability to tune into what feels good and what excites us. And, and also, you know, creative solutions to things that we might need solutions for. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because I looked at this beautiful man and he was just singing his song. You know, he had found his verse. He had stepped into his truth and he was playing all out in his joy. And he was shining bright and he was singing his song. And it was a real delight to witness and feel, you know, and, and that's kind of what I'm trying to articulate here is I'm not saying you need to be a cake person with green hair. I'm just saying find giving yourself permission, actually giving yourself permission to really dive into your bliss, the things that make you tick. And if you don't even know what that is, if you don't know what makes you happy, and I get that because I also didn't know at the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't really know. I remember one person saying to me, what are the books by your bed about? And this really was quite something because all my books were about self-development and they were starting to become spiritual and I was starting to grow this fascination of you know what was beyond the veil and and I realized that you know I would I would read this stuff for free for days and this was the other thing what would you do for free because there are lots of people that can do lots of things okay we're very capable when we want to be but when you're coming from a place of pure delight pure passion Firstly, your energy can go for days because you're completely in alignment with your truth. And when you're doing something because you should, you have to, or you must, your energy is limited. You burn out. And it's because it's not coming from the right place. And you know what I mean by that. You can feel when it's coming from the right place. And so when we give ourselves permission to play, to do things that just feel good, and see where they take us, then we allow ourselves to discover new things about ourselves. You know, going, when I first started my journey, I started going to events on my own, and which was a bit daunting because I was used to being part of quite a big social pack, if you like. I had a very established friendship group back then, and, you know, being cool meant being with them. And I became really interested in, you know, developing myself. And I've gave myself permission to go to weird and wonderful events on my own and just see what happened. And I ended up meeting lots of new people and being exposed to lots of new ideas and beliefs. And it didn't mean that I had to line up and agree with them, but it just gave me the opportunity to actually learn more about me, to learn more about what I found interesting and what I wanted to do. And it was super empowering. So giving yourself permission sounds straightforward, but the reality is that can be kind of challenging. You know, especially if you're in a family, you've got young children and you've got lots of obligations. And I see this a lot with mums, young mums in particular. And, you know, understanding when I say young mums, I mean mums of young children. <laughs> um, and actually, you know, mums of older children, too. It's still, you know, that sense of responsibility. And and what I do is spend a lot of time with those beautiful women, reminding them, you know, how valuable they are as independent women, too because it is really easy to get really sucked into and aligned with the needs of your children, but there is always the opportunity. And I've worked with so many different mums and 
sometimes it's a point blank no okay I can't do that you don't understand I get that and I respect it and honor it and then other mums are like you know what yeah okay maybe I will just buy myself a candle because this is often what I say go and buy yourself a candle five minutes of your day you buy yourself a candle you put it by a chair that you enjoy sitting in and you know in your heart that that candle is you time and you just go and you light that candle and you look into it just for five minutes and your thoughts are going to take you all over the place you know your attention will be diverted and I just ask them to just bring themselves back to this candle just bring yourself back. That's all you got to do. Don't worry about if your thoughts go nuts. That's okay. Just keep bringing yourself back to this candle flame. And it actually really helps you relax. And the reason that that's important is because new ideas are able to come in when you relax. It might not happen the first time you do it. it might not happen in the first three times that you do it. But if you keep showing up, it will make a difference. I promise you that. And if you can go for like five minutes for a couple of weeks and then try 10 minutes and just see how you go. Or maybe if that doesn't feel good, go for a walk. Okay. Or do, or maybe cook something that feels good to you. If you're really passionate about cooking or whatever the thing might be, if you can do five to 10 minutes, just of reading a book, you know, something that feels like a treat, something that feels nice, something that's going to give you a sense of fulfillment on any level. And if you have more time on your hands, again, looking on Eventbrite, seeing what events there might be out there that are out of your norm, that do stretch your boundaries, joining a new club or, you know, um, just exploring, just becoming an explorer to your own life from a new perspective and giving yourself permission to do that. And it can often be daunting. It can at times be uncomfortable to start putting yourself first because you're really breaking old thoughts, old habits, old conditioning of I have to, I must, and I should. But as you continue to keep showing up for yourself, what you're actually doing is really building trust with yourself that you can rely on yourself to look after yourself and your needs and your interests. And what you're continually doing is fine tuning yourself into a new version of yourself, actually. You're moving into a new energy, an energy which is becoming clearer and clearer on the kind of woman that you or person that you want to become. So I also want to just give you a few more tips to help you make this transition, if you like. And the first one is to really start with listening. So what I mean by that is a bit like what I was saying just now about creating that space in your life and with the candle, like anything that gives you the opportunity to listen to yourself is really grounding actually. So even going for that walk, as I suggested, anything that creates space and time around you will give you the ability to get clearer on how you feel about things. Also, I think I say this in every podcast, <laughs> re-emphasizing the importance of asking yourself how you feel over how you think. We're so trained to ask ourselves, well, what do you think? What do you think? And actually what you feel is far more powerful because when you continue to ask yourself, how do I feel about this? What you're really doing is tuning into your intuition. That is the biggest gateway to your intuition to continually prioritize how you feel. 
even when it flies in the face of what other people want from you. And this is where it can be uncomfortable because obviously we don't want to let people down. And we've been trained for years not to do that, to be the obedient son or daughter and to, you know, spoke, speak when we're spoken to and all that kind of stuff. And breaking that conditioning can be really challenging. But again, this is you committing to discovering you as an individual not a person that lives to please others. So just becoming comfortable with really exploring your own feelings. I used to actually enjoy doing this, going into shops. I've played with this stuff for years, okay? So (laughs) I'll share some of the weird and wonderful things I've done. Um, I used to go into shops where obviously the server didn't know me and she would, you know, ask if she could help me. And and I would sometimes just like play this different version of myself like this, you know, given wherever I was at at the time, I'd be super confident and really chatty and, you know, all the things which I wouldn't necessarily be and just try to show up in different ways because I knew I wasn't going to see this person again and it made no difference to them. And, and just being really forthright and self-assured, self-assured and self-assertive in ways that I maybe wouldn't normally be just to experience what it felt like. And I invite you to do that. I invite you to just try being different versions of yourself, you know, with different people in your life and just see how it feels to you. Um, also dreaming and visioning. So our mag- imagination gets such a rough ride. We're so trained to not trust, you know, oh, visualizations. And yet, Our imagination, I call it the sacred imagination, actually, because when you become very attuned with your spiritual side, you'll realize that your heart talks to you through imagery and it's your imagination that it often uses as a conduit to communicate with you. And you learn how it feels to really tune into that. And it does take a bit of time. But the starting point with that is just allowing yourself to dream, allowing yourself to daydream, giving yourself permission to ask yourself, well, you know, that might seem like a total impossibility, but what would it feel like to experience that? And enjoy dreaming things into your reality because often you know whenever you think about doing something or whenever you think about wanting something you generally visualize it in your mind's eye first and it's a really powerful manifestation tool your ability to daydream so I just invite you to start playing with your dreams your visions and things that generally excite you the next thing I'd like to invite you to do is play with your creativity So this allows you to really start to explore that part of you that is much more playful, that childlike aspect of you. Creativity can be really challenging for people who like to be perfectionists because there's often chaos in the process of creativity. Whenever you're trying to create something, you often have to create mess first. Chaos is, you know, the biggest precursor to creativity and that's why a lot of people are very uncomfortable with it because they don't like the process the messy process that's sometimes required as you create something beautiful even when it comes to decorating a room you go through this stage of it looking terrible whilst you pull it all apart before you rebirth it and what I invite you to do is really lean into these maybe uncomfortable spaces and 
and just keep pushing through it. Because as you do that, you're building this capacity inside of yourself to hold space for discomfort, which is so important when you're developing your sense of self, because the reality is that life is going to continually throw up experiences that do challenge you. That's what this whole 3D life experience is about, this polarity, this contrast. We actually jump a lot into this in the Alchemize Method. It's, it's a big part of our life experience, navigating this dark and light experience. And the darkness is often seen as, you know, something that's really challenging, like problems that come up for ourselves. And it's actually when we navigate those problems that we develop in ourselves a really powerful sense of self. And we actually start to become the empowered version of ourselves we may have longed to be. So it's just about using creativity as a tool to help us really start to feel comfortable with discomfort and not knowing what to create can be uncomfortable and just sitting with that and saying to yourself that's okay the ideas will come to me and and continually actually developing a process of being comfortable with not knowing your answers and trusting that they will come to you the next one i'd like to suggest is and i've touched on this already is following your bliss and this is really asking yourself what you want and actively turning away from obligation behavior. Now, this can make you super unpopular, trust me. <laughs> but I am a real stickler, actually, for turning away from obligation love. OK, so my friends and family know that when I'm with them, it's because I want to be there. I love them. I care about them and I enjoy their presence. People in my life, whether they're related to me or not, if they don't bring me joy, if they don't, um, if being around them is not an uplifting, co-creative, enjoyable experience, the chances are I'm not going to spend much time with you. And it's as simple as that, because I'm very clear on really creating in my life a sense of up upliftment, empowerment. And that doesn't mean it doesn't come without its challenges. It definitely does. But I know those challenges are here to serve me. And I surround myself with people who feel a similar way. And in that, we support each other. And spending time with people because you have to, you must or you should, that to me is optional. Now, you don't have to agree with me and you don't have to like what I've said. In fact, that's 100% fine with me. <laughs> I love diverse opinions, but I honor you and I hope that you honor me. And, and why I say that is because being different is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just about how you decide to receive it. And even though I choose, I'm very specific and careful about who I choose to spend my time with. I know that the people that I do spend my time with know that I'm there because I want every part of me is saying yes to them. And I think that's the biggest gift I can give them. And I really highly recommend that you take stock of where you're putting your energy and who you're giving your energy to and whether they are the right people to be sharing this precious life experience with. Okay, now the final one 
is, and I say the final, final one, and yet there's two here, so I don't actually know why I said that, but anyway, so there's actually two more things I want to say, and the first is enjoying the journey, okay, because we're really trained in this transactional kind of thinking, which is, I'll do this, and then I'll get something back, and it's definitely what screws up a lot of relationships, but I'll leave that for another podcast, <laughs> but the, what I'm trying to say here is if there's something that you really want in your life and like your purpose and you're like, OK, well, I'm just going to go and do all these things and my purpose is going to come to me in no time. And yet it doesn't. The reason for that is because there's this sense of I'm owed this. And that means that there's an energy of lack. And the reason I bring this up is because I'm inviting you to explore yourself and enjoy the journey. That is the key. Don't do these things because you want something in return. Do these things because it feels good to you right now. When you can create that feeling of joy, ease and enoughness in your being immediately and continually, no matter what's happening, then you're really flying on all cylinders. And now I promise this is the final one. Rest easy and trust in timing. The reason that you have your visions about the person that you wish to become, and you will have those visions, is because that version of you is possible for you. We don't dream of things and want things that aren't possible for us. Everything we want, no matter how crazy it might seem, is available to us if we just trust that the right thing is coming to us at the right time. And even our challenges are helping us on our journey. I have discovered so much about myself, about what I want in my life in times that have been really challenging. And I know that when I go through those phases, that they are phases that are helping me deeply embed new patterns of behavior within myself and that, and that they are in fact a gift. And, you know, this is where understanding how cycles in your life continually play out, because we, we all have cycles. We have, you know, months of the year. We have the seasons, rather, of the year. We have the times of the day. We have, you know, as women, we have period cycles where we feel good and we feel less good. And, you know, everything has a cycle. Uh, when a woman brings a child into the world, she does it in a nine-month cycle. Everything has its perfect time. And it's just about appreciating the journey and being able to take that journey, no matter what the cycle is, whether it's a, a, a joyful, uplifting, you know, powerful cycle in that way, or whether the cycle is one of, you know, hibernations, deep self-reflection, inner transition, lostness, you know, being lost is really powerful because it's going to lead you to a new sense of being found. So this greater perspective this stepping back and being able to observe your cycles and work with them rather than against them and trust in the timing of things working out for you this is also a really powerful tool to have in your toolbox when you start to tune into your song so I hope this feel I hope this helps you feel rather empowered and emboldened and excited and I can't wait to, yeah, maybe hear some stories from you. I'd love to get some emails from any of you who 
um, feels like they're stepping into their song um, or any questions that you might have about this. As I said, if you'd like to join me for the Alchemized Method starting on April 26th, I would love to hear from you. Just email me at hello at kwilson.love and yeah, we can have a chat. We can talk about it. In the meantime, sending you so much love on your journey and know that I walk the journey beside you and we're all in this together. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.